Welcome to Matter of Principles, a podcast from the Association of Washington School Principals. We've got some original podcasts in our feed. The podcast you're about to hear is the audio from an episode of AWSP TV, our talk show for principals. Make sure to tune in to our live episodes and catch all of our shows by subscribing to our YouTube channel. In the meantime, enjoy the audio from this episode of AWSP TV. Well, we are super excited today to launch the kickoff here of AWSP's TV news studio. And we have an incredible guest here to, uh, at AWSP, former Governor Christine Gregoire. Super excited to have you here today. Good Can't to wait to talk you. about education and uh, the important role we play in the system. Thank you. Thank you. And with me is uh, one of uh, AWSP's rock stars, Roz Thompson. Roz Thompson right here, Director of Government Relations. Happy to be here. So, Governor Gregoire, thank you so much for being here. Why don't you just give us a quick update on uh, what you've been doing since you left office? Well, I've been involved in a number of things. Um, I did a little bit of teaching uh, back east. Uh, I've been involved with the Hutch Cancer Center, but most importantly, uh, my time is spent with what's called Challenge Seattle, uh, which is 18 uh, uh, CEOs of the largest companies uh, in, the, in the area, greater Seattle area who are just dedicated to making the community better. They're all, for the most part, global companies, you know, Microsoft, Starbucks, Amazon, and so on. But they really want to give back to the community and make the community stronger. And so they asked me to do it, and um, I'm enjoying it. I'm still serving. Yeah, and I think uh, because of your role with Challenge Seattle, Seattle has helped you be here with us today. Yeah. Absolutely. Because of their passion for education and yours. Right. So. It, we have four programs that we work on, but the one that was most embraced by the CEOs was education. Great. And uh, they really, they don't like hiring from out of state and out of country. They want to hire from their own backyard. And so in discussions with them, I've said, then you need to make sure these kids have the qualifications, that they mm -hmm. do what they need to do to prepare so that they can compete for those jobs. Mm -hmm. And they really very much want to do that. So now they do tours for the students uh, twice a year now. They bring them in. Uh, they have them do a project which shows the kids the connection between what they're learning in a classroom and how important it is in the workaday world. Uh, we're working with our teachers now for a career-connected learning uh, three-week summertime program so that they can really connect the classroom to a business. Mm -hmm. And now we want to help our principals because we really fundamentally believe um, if you have a, a good school, it's got a good principal. If you've got a good principal, you've got a good school. So we want to do what we can to support uh, and learn from the principals. Oh, well, that is just That's super awesome. exciting. I know. It's great to hear. That's a quote. We've got to put that on our website. Let's do that. We've got to do that. <laughs> so when you think back to the things that you championed as governor around education, uh, what are some of those that are still right on top of your list now? So <laughs> I, right off the first year, I put together a education task force. It was really quite broad. Um, and we were looking at how do we make sure that every single one of our students graduates from high school and aspires to something beyond that. They didn't have to be a four-year degree. It can be a certification. It can be any number of things. But how can we make that happen? And it was an interesting, mm -hmm. interesting education going through and landing on, you know what, the best thing we can do is start focusing on early childhood education. If we want that as our ultimate outcome, we've got to get it right in early childhood education. So 
We put together a high quality early childhood education program through a department of early childhood education, which was one of the only ones in the country. And we're ranked one of the top two early childhood programs in the country. Um, it's now been put together with a, a, an agency that deals with child abuse and neglect, but nonetheless, a focus on that. Mm -hmm. We also took a really sharp look at it because of obviously the lawsuit. Uh, how long had it been since we had really defined what constitutes basic education? Because the court has always said that's the purview of the legislature. And if you looked at it back then, it was pretty antiquated. Mm -hmm. So we tried our best, reached out, tried to redefine it in a way that was really supportive, first and foremost, of the students, then of the teachers and the principals, to make sure that we were putting together something that would call for new funding, there was no question about it, mm -hmm. but new funding that would achieve the outcomes that the whole system is striving to achieve, which was make sure every single student graduates from high school and then pursues something that will fulfill their okay. lifetime dreams. Which is directly connected to current ambitions and goals with Challenge Seattle. Correct, mm. yeah. correct, right. So um, I have tried to share with my uh, CEOs in Challenge Seattle that there are two things that are really quite challenging in a legislative arena. Because there are two subjects that every legislator is an expert on. One is transportation because they drive a car and the other is education because they went to school. And to try and convince legislators that it is a completely different day than maybe what they went to school or even when they had legitimate in-depth contact with a school. And the burden that's being placed now on teachers and principals inside that schoolhouse, it's a whole different world. So we really need to listen to the principals and the teachers and the students get a good understanding of what will be needed for them to achieve success. And that's why these CEOs want to get in there and learn as much as they support the principals by seeing firsthand the responsibilities and the challenges of these principals and seeing how they might help them. Yeah, and we're excited for that partnership yeah. to pair up CEOs yeah, uh, with practicing principals. Mm -hmm. That's exciting. One yeah. other partnership Roz was suggesting this year was a. Uh, uh, legislators and yes, principals. Yes, I had somebody suggest that every legislator should have a principal partner. And I'm like, that's a brilliant idea. We have 147 legislators. Let's get 147 principals and match them up. And so if there's a question about what is the impact of this policy in a building, call up your principal partner and ask what it, you know, how would this impact your students and your staff? So, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So we're working on that. We've that's steps. terrific. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you've got some. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, some naturally happen, and they tell me, yes. oh, I always call so-and-so. Great. Or so. you have some that taught. Yeah, uh, right. So right. you've yep. got some. Absolutely. But really, yeah. really, what you're talking yeah. about is giving them the first-hand exposure yes. to really what's going on mm -hmm. inside that schoolhouse mm -hmm. today, which, uh, for me, yeah. is a completely different world right. than when I went right. to school. So if we really want to help, mm -hmm. then we need to understand, yeah. and we need to have a relationship, yeah. and we need to look to the experts to help the legislature right. and the governor really make the best policy yeah. decisions. Yeah, understand how that impacts it. Yeah, yep. right. right. I remember um, seeing you uh, years ago, and I, I forget the, the bill name, but you were signing the bill in the Auburn High School gym. Was that... Do you remember signing that I bill? I do, was but I can't remember the bill. I don't know if that was the prototypical model or the something something. It was a significant bill. 
But I was thinking back to when I've last seen you, and you were an Auburn Trojan. Yes. And I was an Auburn Trojan. I'm very excited. Left out very excited. You didn't go to you didn't go to Auburn, so <laughs> we're I, we're a few years apart. Well, <laughs> we, yeah, it's, our colors have changed perhaps yes. since yes. then. But do you have a favorite memory from high school? So, um, well, I'm not sure it's a favorite or a memory. memory. Yeah, it's sure. it's uh -huh. a memorable <laughs> one uh, where. Back in my day of going to Auburn High mm -hmm. School, we were a relatively small high school mm -hmm. compared to, for example, Renton, right. uh, which was a single high school in the Renton area and dominated sports, absolutely dominated sports. <laughs> and uh, we just got kicked in every sport you can imagine. Uh, pretty good in basketball, but football, we just struggled mightily. And I remember, I believe it was my last year, we had not made a touchdown. Forget oh, had man. not won. We had not made a <laughs> single touchdown. Mm -hmm. And we went to Kent Meridian High School at the time uh, for what we call the Apple Cup at the mm -hmm. time. And we had this final game. And one of our players, I think, got a little confused <laughs> when the ball got into his hands and ran pretty much the length of the field and got a touchdown. <laughs> and we were cheering like you can't imagine. And we looked over at the Kent Meridian folks and they were like, why are you cheering? He just made a touchdown for us. So their score went up by six. We got nothing for it, but we were happy because no matter what, it was a touchdown. <laughs> oh, that is great. Yeah, not one, not one that you right. want to yeah. Have as your fond memory. Well, I've memory. always known that about you, that you were an Auburn Trojan. So a lot of great memories. Of yes. For so you're Auburn sitting, here, you're sitting here today yeah. in the AWSP principal's office. Yeah. Um, did you ever get sent to the principal's mm. office at, at Auburn for any naughty behavior? Uh, no. No. <laughs> I mean, Ross spent a lot of time I might in the principal's have, office. Maybe. Just Seriously? No, I did not. <laughs> But I knew, you know what, I knew my principal because my parents knew him, but I didn't know the assistant principals at all. And I remember later meeting one of them and having no idea that she was at Auburn. So I didn't know the assistant principals, but I knew the principal. So Because when I were 2,200 students by the time when I went there, it was huge. Yes. So, yeah. But, you, you know, I got to think back about mm -hmm. when I graduated. Uh, you know, I can tell you the name. I can tell you the name of the individual mm -hmm. to this day. Mm -hmm. But I didn't really have any relationship right. with him. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I don't recall him frequenting the halls. Mm -hmm. um, I, I don't recall any contact whatsoever with my mom. Um, I, I mean, it was just a different day yeah. in how you principled. So I'm not the least bit right. critical because we had a good school. I, I got a good education. Yeah. Uh, I loved my teachers. Mm -hmm. Um, but he just wasn't in my life, mm -hmm. and that's just not how it is today. Yeah, it's a different. The roles have it's changed. It's a different. Yeah, yeah, dramatically so. Right. Right. Well, we're in the business for kids. Mm -hmm. We and, are. And uh, today at ADWSP, we actually have students that attend all of our summer leadership programs mm -hmm. through our Association of Washington Student Leaders, uh, and they are here interviewing for the United States. Uh, Senate Youth Program. Yes, correct. Yeah, there's 14 students from all over Washington State interviewing. And so we're in the process of doing some different, you know, rotating different stations and all of that. But they're very excited to have you come out and say hello in a little bit. So I'm going to go back and see them and continue on with our process. But it's been nice talking to you. Mutual. Yeah. Mutual. Yeah. So thank yeah. you. We'll see you in a bit. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Thanks mm -hmm. for what you're doing. You're welcome. Sure. So I'd love to talk to you just about the, the expanding role of the principal. 
So I principled for about 15 years, and during my tenure, it was, I was amazed at how the job just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, but I really became a believer as I studied the principalship in my own district and across the state of the, the key role that principals play in our schools uh, in setting the culture, um, going after antiquated, historically bad systems for kids, mm -hmm. uh, and then really pushing the envelope on, on what learning is for all stakeholders. Uh, what would you see from, from your vantage point of the key role of the principal plays and how that's maybe changed over time? Well, as I indicated, uh, you know, I can tell you the name of my principal, uh, but I never saw him in the hallway, ever. I, I just can't recall an occasion in, in which I did. Today, principals are in the hallway. They need to be in the hallway. Uh, I, I don't know that my principal knew my name. I, w I was in a leadership role in my school, so maybe, mm -hmm. maybe, yeah. maybe not. I don't know. And today, when, I'm, when I've been around principals, they walk down the hallway and they know the names of kids and that is unbelievably important. But, but most of all, uh, the change that we've got is we didn't have uh, in times past the mental health issues that are facing uh, students today and as a result facing principals. Mm -hmm. uh, we didn't have some of the family issues uh, back then or they weren't as prevalent mm -hmm. uh, as what they are now. We didn't have schools as diverse with a hundred languages as what we see now. We have made principles into something that is basically an all-inclusive. You are sometimes a replacement mom, dad, you know, mentor, mental health specialist, drug and alcohol treatment person. You know, you are all of those things as well as a leader among a school of of teachers, inspiring these students to stay engaged and involved and get their education. So we have put uh, immense burden and responsibilities on these principals. And we, the rest of us who are not, need to recognize that, understand it, and help and support the principals in what they do. Yeah, that's fantastic. I mean, we've surveyed our principals and we have, uh, principals are reporting you know, upwards of 90% of their day being spent on mental health issues alone yeah. with kids. I'm not um, surprised. But they wouldn't know that if they weren't out in the hallways Correct. connecting with kids and Correct. getting the story behind the kids. Correct. Um, a student last week said, uh, we would love it if our teachers and principals got to know us as people before they got to know us as students mm -hmm. so that they could understand what was going on mm -hmm. in our lives. Mm -hmm. And that burden does fall quite a bit on the principals. And you know, inside that school, um, some of us have been around long enough to remember the tragedy that first started, really, mm -hmm. uh, as, at Columbine which was the result of a, a ongoing um, bullying kind of situation there. The only way you get your arm around that is tell everybody that they have a right to respect. You can't be a bystander. You have to be engaged and involved. You have to see it, be there, understand it, know what's going on inside that school. Well, you can't do it by sitting in the principal's office. You got to get out there, get engaged, get involved. And when I've been uh, to various schools now through Challenge Seattle, that's what these principals are doing. Mm -hmm. And they know students on a first name basis. They're close to their teachers. Um, but again, the role is, you know, anybody who sits in the legislative arena can't necessarily assume that a principal that they had is exactly the role <laughs> and responsibility of a principal yeah. today. 
Yeah, one of my favorite examples is uh, the principal at uh, Lincoln Middle School in Pullman. Uh, they do a high five Friday and they show these videos on Twitter. If, if you're ever on, you should take a look. But Lincoln Middle School, uh, they have their entire staff doing high fives with kids every Friday and it's a part of their culture. And what started out maybe as a simple act has turned into really a great way to keep a pulse on how people are feeling in right, the school. Right, and you know, for students today, maybe the safest, most loving, most nurturing, most supportive place in their entire life is inside that schoolhouse. Yeah, and our belief at AWSP is principles set the culture. Absolutely. Of a school. Absolutely. Uh, and part of our concern is the leadership churn that's happening in the state and across the country, but one in four principals are actually in the same building after five years. That's the national trend. Uh, but we know that it takes five to seven years to change a middle school and seven to ten years to change a high school. Uh, if we don't have good, highly effective leaders reestablishing the culture and building the systems in the school, we're never going to get to deep learning changes unless we focus on principal leadership. And that's why the CEOs at Challenge Seattle want to help and be supportive because you know we've got the likes of the Gates Foundation uh, CEO, uh, Sue Desmond Hellman, sitting at the table explaining this to my, my fellow CEOs. Yeah. And that's why they want to get engaged and involved to let these principals know they want to be supportive, they want to be understanding, um, they want to join them maybe in something that needs to happen in the legislative arena. Mm. They want to be uh, a part of making sure those principals stay and make the kind of change that will result in the kind of outcomes that our students need. So do you think there's any similarities between running a large corporation like Boeing or Amazon or Microsoft uh, to running one of our comprehensive schools? I do because, you know, leadership is not unique to some profession. Mm -hmm. Leadership is leadership. Uh, and many of the challenges that we see going on in schools today are also challenges in the workplace. I mean, it's kind of a, a new day in the private sector where they're having to deal with some very touchy, emotional, social, societal issues, um, which are confronting these principles as well. So leading, uh, as I said before, um, I'll, sh I'll show you a great school <laughs> if you show me a great principal and vice versa. So leading, uh, being in charge of a budget, being in charge of human resources, being in charge of inspiring these students. Um, to CEOs, they have the following. They have their company that they have to be loyal to. They have their customers they have to be loyal to. And they have their employees that they have to be loyal to. Mm -hmm. And that's how they frame their reference about how they get involved and what they need to do. The same is true of a principal. They have to focus on who is it that is the heart of what they need to serve to be successful. And that's why uh, we really want to fundamentally support them and make sure they stay to get done what they set out to achieve. Yeah. Well, at AWSP, we start with students. We're, one, we're the only uh, leadership association in the country that actually owns two student leadership programs, facilities, one in Eastern Washington and one in, in Western Washington. Terrific. And Chihuahua. So we start with the students. And what we see is growing future leaders, either for industry or our bias, obviously, is future principals. Right. Um, so when we think about growing the pipeline, what do you think AWSP should be doing to encourage more people to go into education as a profession? You know, I don't know of a person that can't talk to you about how the importance of a teacher was in their life. Mm -hmm. I, I've got my own story of an individual 
who, when I was elected governor, I asked to come to my uh, swearing-in uh, inaugural day. And um, I remember very distinctly somebody saying, what's his name? And I said, his name's Mr. Reese. And they mm -hmm. said his first name. And I said, well, that would be Mr. I don't know his first name. <laughs> yeah. He came and together we shared tears together. Uh, uh, that man made a unbelievably impression in my life. Well, what human being can't say that and relate to that? And so, and how fulfilling that is. How he, what his message to me was, never could he have dreamt that a student that he worked with would ever become governor of the great state of Washington. Wow. It's an inspiring job yeah. to see the difference you can make in the lives of all those students who can go on and be successful and without you may not be successful. So it's a giving back, it's a contribution, it's rewarding as all get out. Uh, that's why uh, when I went to school um, at the University of Washington, I got my teaching certificate, did my student teaching, never got a job, yeah. but nonetheless, yeah. uh, because I was inspired at being able to serve and make a difference in the lives of these students so that they could be successful in life. Well, one of the campaigns that we're gonna launch this year is uh, growing the, the future education uh, pipeline in our state. So February, we have IED as a Future Educators Month. So we're gonna launch this campaign, and our goal is to have teachers telling students one day you'd make a great teacher. Great. We hope to have principals tapping teachers on the shoulder saying, one day you'd make a great principal. Great. And we want superintendents tapping principals on the shoulder saying, one day you'd make a great superintendent. That kind of collective effort throughout the system, I think will help the profession. But it's going to take all of us together. Well, because I wouldn't have been where I ended up but for somebody saying to me, have you ever thought you'd make a great this or a great attorney general or a great governor mm -hmm. and so on? It takes people to support you to make you realize, yeah, that's something I could do. Mm -hmm. That's something I'd like to do. I want to do that. Yeah, and one of our campaigns is called the Give Them Your Keys campaign. And we actually uh, encourage our principals to hand their, their school keys to a student and say someday you'd make a great principal. Oh, fun. So we'd love to see, no pressure principals, but we'd love to see every single principal do that with a student. Yeah. And more importantly, actually hand their keys to somebody that doesn't look like them yes. so that we can grow our students of color uh, in their communities to come back and lead yes. in their communities. Yes, good. So, sidebar, something happened this year in the legislature where uh, the gap shrunk between the highest paid teachers and the lowest, lowest paid principals to the point now where a lot of our members are actually reporting that they make less than their teachers do. Uh, and I don't think there's a principal that, that would say, I went into the profession of leading or principaling a school because of the money. Uh, however, the long hours, the stress, the anxiety of, of principaling, uh, for, uh, that was easier to swallow knowing that you were being compensated for that. We have a concern about the pipeline uh, if that gap isn't corrected this year. What are your thoughts on, on the idea of a CEO making less than uh, the workers? So one, it's about respect. Mm -hmm. I, mean, if you're, I mean, today a principal uh, really has so many challenges on their plate that for them, uh, life-work balance is really kind of out of whack. <laughs> and they're willing to do yeah. it. They're willing to do it. Yeah. 
but and they don't you know you don't get into the profession thinking you're going to be a millionaire <laughs> but you do want to get compensated because you have your own family to support and so on and it is a matter of respect so what i think probably happened here is nothing more or less than a mistake mm -hmm. that needs to be corrected and i have seen this happen uh, with the employees of the legislature mm -hmm. i.e state government where in times past there have been pay raises for for those that were not in a supervisory role, the compression happened, just exactly what's happened here. And as soon as we brought that to the attention of the legislature and told them the impact that it mm. was having, i.e., who wants to be a supervisor with all the stress, stress and strain that, that, comes, that comes with that, so could, would they correct it? And every time they corrected it. So uh, I really think this needs to be brought immediately to the attention of the governor and the legislature and show them exactly what happened and frankly bring some principles in yeah. so that they can say how it's discouraging, um, not just because they want more money, but it is a matter of respect and it, it goes the other way too. Yeah. Uh, are, uh, where are we gonna get the future? If they, they can stay in the classroom and do what they love uh, rather than, you know, step up to provide a real leadership role and give back in amazing ways if they're not seen as being respected and getting the compens compensation they need and deserve. So uh, it, this is a mistake that needs to be corrected uh, and soon. Well, I think there are a lot of principals out there that are nodding their heads right now. I bet. I bet. <laughs> so, uh, again, thank you for being here. I really appreciate the conversation. So one of my favorite questions I like to ask everybody as I travel uh, around our state and country is, and you kind of already alluded to the answer, but I'd love to hear the, the story again, is um, people always ask who their favorite teacher is. And, and generally, I think most people in society can name a, an adult in their life that gave them hope, whether that was a coach or a teacher or whatever. So um, would you mind telling me the story again on, on who your favorite teacher was? So the individual was an English teacher. And, um, you know, I was the uh, only child uh, of a single mother mm. um, and who was a short order cook. So we didn't have a lot of means. The results of which is we didn't have vacations where we traveled much. Uh, I didn't really, I, I got out of the state to go to Montana, Western Montana, and that was about the end of my travel mm -hmm. as, uh, growing yeah. up. Uh, and that was to fish with my mom. And um, he got to know me, uh, and he said, you, you know, you have, you have decent writing skills. They can be enhanced by reading more, and you, you know, you don't travel a lot. How about we start thinking of ways to introduce you to the world through reading and enhance your writing skills in the process? So outside of the regular classroom, he started recommending uh, books for me to read. I did, I would then write a report. It, I enhanced my writing skills, but more importantly, I learned about the rest of the world, uh, mm -hmm. which expanded me as a person well beyond anything <laughs> I would have achieved without his being there. Wow. And so it wasn't as if I was failing. It wasn't as if my mom was failing, but he saw the, the restraints on my exposure to yeah. the world and he made he he filled it for me. Wow, that's great. So, I usually get pretty passionate answers like that from people. And then the the question that usually stumps them is the follow up question to that is Could you identify a favorite principal during your time through the system? 
Well, you qualified it by saying favorite, and I can remember who the principal was at Auburn High School when I was there. I can tell you the name, but it, he wasn't involved in my life at all. Mm -hmm. uh, so not, not and uh, do I remember middle school, middle school back then, and I do not. So I'm sorry to say I can't. Yeah. Well, and that's an answer that... Uh, we use this kind of to motivate principals out there in the world that the best way to leave a lasting impact and impression on students is to be out and be visible, mm -hmm. like the high five zone. Mm -hmm. exactly. um, my middle school principal was a, was a man named Norm Josephson. And uh, I know the people watching this wouldn't be surprised when, they, when I'd say that I spent a lot of time with Mr. Josephson when I was in middle school. Um, ironically, I spent a lot of time with my elementary principal too, Mr. Bowman. Maybe it was my behavior, I'm not sure. Um, but principals played a key role in my life, and even into high school, I got to know them quite well also, just because of uh, they, they had empathy, and they listened. They, I think, modeled kind of that unconditional love for uh, a student like me. Terrific. And that's what we need for every student today. Yeah. That's, that's how we need to do, mm -hmm. that's how we need to be a principal today. Yeah. So if you could go into the system and principal... What level would you principal at? Elementary, middle, high, a K-12 school, alternative setting? Where, yeah. would you, where would you love to principal at if you could principal? So I, I student taught uh, at Newport High School mm -hmm. um, in a very interesting time, by the way. Uh, they just introduced busing. Um, and so it was a high school. And if I was given that choice again, I, I probably would go back to a high school. Mm. Uh, um, <clears throat> I know how important all the other grades are, don't mistake me. Uh, but I, I just really love to get engaged and involved with high school students. I will tell you when I was governor and I would go around the state and I would go into high schools, do you know who my toughest, absolutely toughest audience always was? High school, hmm. high school, because they're so genuine. They're unrestrained in answering and asking a question. Um, and they're, they're, they're really thought-provoking questions to someone like myself as governor to answer. Um, so I find them inspiring, and I would hope that I could contribute uh, to them and inspire them to understand they got to get a high school yeah. diploma, yeah. and they need to think about something beyond that mm -hmm. uh, if they really want to have a, um, a satisfying life in terms of uh, occupation and income. Yeah. Well... Again, thank you for being here. Absolutely. Uh, AWSP is one of the strongest principals associations in the country. And it's, it's large part because we have almost 98% of our principals are members of our association. So we have quite a few principals that are looking through the other end of that camera watching this video. Uh, what would be a bit of encouragement that you would give them to, to persist in the role? Well, I would say to you, uh, I'll look directly at you. Uh, thank you, first and foremost. Thank you. And never let a day go by where you don't hear that message from uh, people all around you that may not say it, but it's implicit there. Thank you for serving. Thank you for your leadership role. Thank you for inspiring and taking these students in. Thank you for leading the teachers inside the school. Um, and, I, and I will say to you, I was called to public service by John F. Kennedy who said that the role of us as Americans was to give back to make better, and you do it every single day. 
And while, you know, in the political arena, there are times that I'm sure are very frustrating to you, not the least of which is this salary compression that has come about, please remember, mistakes are made. They need to hear from you. They need to understand from you how they can help you. Same is true of the private sector. We really want them to get engaged and involved to be supportive and helpful to you. So please, uh, know full well that whatever you do while you serve, we're there for you. We want to help you. We want to be supportive of you because without you, we don't have a future. Uh, and we need you desperately to inspire those students, to lead those teachers so that we can have a great tomorrow. Well, I'd love to take you on the road with me. <laughs> I'm happy to do that. So you're, set, you're sitting here today in the principal's office, and you're kind of kicking off our campaign of what we hope to have as part of our library of leadership talks with leaders who served in, in our great state. Um, who would you like to put a little pressure on to maybe take your spot and come chat with us in the principal's office? So we just had our last meeting uh, last Tuesday evening, a dinner with all of, all of the CEOs of Challenge Seattle, and we talked about this relationship with principals and so on. And again, there's nothing that inspires them more than talking about getting inside a school mm -hmm. and seeing the students, being able to talk to the students, learn from the students. Um, and the same is true. They are inspired about this new program where we can listen to, learn from, and help and support wow. principals. So, I'd like to, if, you, if you'd like to, I'd like to get one of the large company CEOs to come uh, here and talk about leadership and how it's really very much the same as the leadership role. Different, of course, but very much yeah. same because it's fundamentally leadership, yeah. inspiring uh, and making, uh, bringing outcomes uh, through the right kind of leadership skills. So if you're, if you're game, I'm happy to get one of my CEOs to come help. That would be fantastic. You know, we've, we've loved our partnership with uh, the Gates Foundation. It's been a longtime supporter of AWSP, uh, Challenge Seattle, Washington Roundtable. Uh, the, seeing leadership come together like this in the name of what's best for kids is fantastic. So we'd welcome that. Great. Uh, so thank you again, Governor thank Gregoire, for joining us today. I really appreciate the conversation and the future collaboration between Absolutely. Challenge Seattle and, and AWSP. We're excited. So that's a wrap from uh, us here at AWSB. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you at our next AWSB Leadership Talk. Thanks for listening. To catch all of our episodes, subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. Subscribe to our YouTube channel so you can watch AWSB TV and our other great video content. If you have ideas for guests or topics you'd like to hear about, shoot me an email at david at awsp.org. We'll do our best to make it happen. On behalf for all of us at AWSP, we hope you tune in again. Keep up the great work for kids, and we'll see you next time.